0: Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> that was good shit, dude. That was badass. Well, yeah. shaking it once was way more than we I needed. Did too hard. What's up, guys? <laughs> um. So, anybody that still has eardrums, welcome.
2: That was all bass. We're fine. You're fine. Come on.
1: What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Sillyness Underground
2: Podcast. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I am Oz.
1: It is Kujo Cujo. It's Cujo's over there. We're joined today by what's your name, sir? Dwayne. Dwayne Shima. Man, I was hoping you would say Dwayne the Drunk
0: Shima. Hey, I'm not wasting yet. Yet. Yeah. Mm, right. <laughs> yet, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yet, yeah. This guy comes in with a growler like what? That's right, man. Well. Oh, uh, yeah. you're treating us today, sir.
1: <laughs> well, and there's a reason why our guest Dwayne today comes with a growler. Yeah, that's yeah. And and well we we usually start these uh, these episodes with an events calendar, Kujo. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about events. But we've been doing history the last couple of weeks after mm-hmm. that. But we always start these episodes with an events calendar. Sometimes the events come to the fucking podcast. Sometimes yeah, the event, right? Yeah, sometimes they come here. So today we have no events calendar other than one event. Other than one event, and that is... The Selena's Homebrew Festival on May fourth. May the
2: fourth be with
1: you. Ooh, That's may right, it, y'all don't forget. <laughs> may it, may it. That being said, y'all remember, I'm not a fucking Jedi.
2: Han Solo He's for it, life, bro. baby. Oh, there you go. My bad.
1: Han Solo You're living. A smuggler, bro. Han Solo is the the shit. In. What's up? You ride around you the chewy. galaxy with your homie. You fucking do some bounty hunting. That's the shit. But anyway. Dwayne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. What's up? Ryan? Stoked to be here. Yeah, and we are, and and we're talking beer. This is this is the only excuse we have to be drunk on the podcast, other than the, you know than this. We should be sober, but we're talking about beer today, so mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta you gotta taste the fucking wares. Mm-hmm. And and we're talking about homebrew, dude. This is this is an event that's actually really special to me, dude. The Salinas Homebrew Festival. Is is really special to me because uh, and we've we've discussed this before we started recording, but beer festivals are are they're kind of like music festivals now, you know? Like every every county has their own goddamn festival, but Salinas has a home brew festival. You know, we don't invite fucking Dogfish Head and Lagunitas and all this, and and not disrespecting them that they're, they're great, but Salinas has this really cool event that's local brewers, right? That's right. Yes. Right, Drain. And, and and so there's a lot of people you may not know, but your neighbors may brew beer in the garage. Right. That, totally, this yes. is, and, and these are the people that are going to be at this event.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, homebrewing is still very foreign to a lot of people, uh, but it's something that we as a species, as human beings have been doing for thousands of years. So that's why we gravitate towards it naturally When people rediscover, you know, what homebrewing is and, you know, making beer, making hooch, making alcohol, prisoners make pruno, right? Uh, When we're on the outside of those bars, you know, we have a a whole slew of different ingredients and what we can produce and make. And, you know, the Salinas, the Steinbeck Festival uh, has become something special because we do bring not only homebrewers from, you know, Monterey, Salinas, as the event has grown, you know we have a lot of uh, folks coming in from Hollister, San Jose. We got a lone oh, homebrew from from Salinas that lives in San, uh, San Diego that comes back every year. Oh, uh, fuck! He, he brews down there and he brings all his beer up, and uh, for nice this particular stuff. event, so it's definitely growing. And uh, yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's it's a it's a very unique thing
1: for our community. Yeah, it's But well, well, before we get into that event. Let's get into your beer history. Again, we, you just mentioned humans have been brewing forever and all I that. I love
2: the presentation, my dad. dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on. It's, it's like, true. Holy shit, man. It's true. It is. And and this guy just sold it to
1: me, and I'm like, oh, wait. Dude, we're... <laughs> how beer saved humanity or whatever they did. On history. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. Like beer that, saved this, the world. Yeah, Let's exactly. like, go, that's Netflix. A, yeah. <laughs> that's all I need to know. I believe in it. That, that was the truth. That's yeah. the truth right there. Um, but anyway, so, so Dwayne, you... Are a home brewer? Yes, sir. Right? You, yeah. And how long have you been doing that? I've been brewing for
0: roughly 12, 13 years. And so my home brewing adventure started uh, as a craft beer drinker. And so, you know, I was consuming, you know, your $5, $5 bombers, $12 six packs. Wait, you is know. this here locally? Yeah, totally right. I actually lived in Salinas when I started home brewing. and so uh but you know it gets expensive that's the thing craft beer is not as the industry has been growing craft beer industry has been growing exponentially every year uh craft beer prices have not been decreasing right it's only beginning become more expensive so anyways 10 12 years ago as I was a craft beer, you know, I kind of, yeah. So you were spending all kinds super, of money
1: drinking beer. Pretty much. You know, okay, hosting, okay, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: people come over, have a barbecue. I go out and buy a couple 12-packs, mm-hmm. whatever's, right? Ooh.
1: And you Some 90-minute IPAs and all shit. That yeah, shit yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All that Two, shit, right? All that shit. Two, four-packs of that. They, get, yeah, they, they, they was...
0: get expensive. And so I was like, there got to be a cheaper way. And so uh, I convinced my wife to let me get a kegerator, right? I was like, oh, if we got kegs... You know, I would spend this much money, and I would have. We would have kegs, and it'd be cheaper because we like to entertain. We like to invite people over.
1: <laughs> First well, of all, can we acknowledge that? She agreed lady. to this fucking Lo- bullshit
0: that you put out there. lady, <laughs> you know, the, the mother of my children, yeah,
1: right? She, that was bullshit that you put out there, and she, she agreed. She That's signed a off. Good human being. There.
0: She signed off on the purchase request, <laughs> so I was on my 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 journey to find a kegerator, and so. Lo and behold, you know, on Craigslist, as many people do to look for uh, for stuff, I found a guy selling a kegerator. He happened to be a, a military guy, so he was in transit. He was moving. And uh, when I went to go look at the kegerator, dude was like, you know, everything works great. He's like, but I homebrew. And I'm like, what the fuck's that? He's like, I make my own beer. You didn't even know about homebrew before you wanted I to the beer? I fucking had no clue, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. shit. You just
1: wanted to drink cheaper. I just wanted you to just consume wanted to cheaper. Fill that yeah. kegerator.
0: I just wanted to put I gotcha. kegs in the kegerator, right. right? And so I had this fucking forty minute conversation with this dude. What's his name? Do you remember his name? I don't, but oh. I'm sure I could dig it up. Colonel my Sherman. Yeah, dude, this dude's
1: <laughs> out there somewhere, dude. He's I out there somewhere. Have, I probably
0: still have the original email when I inquired, Ooh, and I should tell up. him, like, fuck, remember you sold me this shit? I fucking own a homebrew shop now. But anyways, mm. uh, we'll I had I had there. this fucking 30, 40 minute conversation mm-hmm. about homebrewing. And I was blown away because I was like, what? Fucking you make this shit at home? No way. You know, I always mm-hmm. always thought, you know, even before even thinking about it, I just assumed, you know, beer making has to be something your grandpa has to teach you, right? It's yeah. something that's connected to your heritage, right? Someone yeah. like, you know... For the Asian folks, kimchi, right? Motherfucker, you you might watch that shit on YouTube how to make kimchi, but fucking your grandma got shit. Well, you know? and, and because we're on audio,
1: explain. <laughs> it's fermentation. This well, fermentation. And, and, and again, because we're on audio, you're you're Asian, right? What, what's your background? So
0: um, I'm mixed Asian, right? So I'm half Japanese, I'm half Vietnamese. And so, I mean, that's even you something more odd. some
1: badass soup. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hungry right now. You right. just said that right now. I'm hungry, dude. We're going to bakers. I don't know if that's, that's racist, racist oh, but I'm hungry. No, man, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: bakers. I'm sorry. But bro, uh,
0: even worse, you know, Asian homebrewers, we're such a small segment in this homebrewing mm, community. So I, anyways, yeah. uh, you know, this guy was telling me about making beer and I was like blown away. So from that point, I went home, finally found a real legit use for YouTube. And I just, home, uh, you know, searched
2: Twittered it on YouTube. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> well, you know,
0: the thing is, is that back, the, mm. back you know, 10, 12 years ago, yeah. it was just all about watching people get whacked in the nuts. Right. That's <laughs> what fucking awesome. YouTube America's was. Funny was, awesome, it. It. It was. America's Funniest. That's it's it. America's That's It That's awesome. I wasn't spending much time on YouTube, uh, but I fucking typed in homebrewing and I was looking at these people fucking making beer, quote unquote. I'm like, what the f- Is that it? In my mind, because I like to cook. Right. I always make right. the parallel of making beer is cooking. So I'm like, these fucking guys are making soup. I'm like, oh, I know I can fucking yeah. make soup, right? I fucking, I love to cook. Yeah, and so at that point, I fucking spent, you know, maybe two, three hundred bucks to buy some equipment. And I made my first beer. Yeah,
2: the wife right off on that? No, she was down. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, we're both. How long? At this we, point, you're <laughs> invested with the carerator. She's like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly.
1: Awesome. Well, yeah, totally. Wait, and I'm, I am I don't want to make go off on a tangent, but like... Uh, Are you like high school sweethearts? Y'all been together this whole time? This was 12 years ago, you said. I've been with my wife for over 20 years.
0: But we've been Whoa. married for about twelve years, but you know, together for uh, Mexican years.
1: Mexican rules.
2: <laughs> 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 terrible. Hey, you know, that, Like, ah, we got kids. We gotta get married, dude. <laughs> we had kids. Let me let me throw in my my parents got married when I was twenty-three, so he's not wrong. <laughs> right.
1: Dude, that's how it is, dude. Right. <laughs> that's how it is. Tax reasons.
2: Yeah. That's it, man. We've been Fucking together terrible. for a long time.
0: But she I mean, she definitely encourages it. I mean, because we're we we are very uh DIY type folks, right? You know, oh, we yeah, try yeah. to do as much as we can in the house. I mean, when we have time, you know, we, we try to grow veggies and do all this other stuff. We'd hella oh, hell duct to...
1: tape all over your house. <laughs> 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 hey, we <laughs> don't need a plumber,
0: dude. That's, uh, when you flush
1: the toilet, you just lean to the left and the shit goes away. <laughs> that, oh man. That,
0: yeah, my wife ain't putting up with that shit. But
1: anyway, I digress.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just blown away at the fact that my fucking first beer actually tasted like beer. And uh, I was getting a buzz. I was fucking super stoked. I was Whoa, like what? stoked yeah, beyond yeah. belief. Like, you know, the first time I discovered how a bong worked. Like, what? How did those fucking bubbles come out? I'm not sucking in water. What the fuck, dude? You know?
1: I still but, don't know how that works. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, like, I feel good afterwards. Yeah, cool.
0: right? And so uh, I was just mesmerized. I was like, why have I not been doing this shit a long time ago? It's like, it just, it just blew me away. And uh, at that point, I was hooked. So I was just trying to figure out how can I make my beer better, you know, really diving into different beer styles. Uh, And in my mind, I'm like, there's gotta be other fucking crazy people like me on here. Right. And so at at that point I was, uh, you know, looking for how I can upgrade and how I can make my beer better process wise. And so, you know, I'm, I'm I'm doing more Craigslisting, like looking for very specific things. Uh, And then lo and behold, slowly but surely I started to find other homebrewers in the community doing this. Yeah. And so, right. Someone might be selling a, a glass water jug, which we do a lot of fermenting in, you know, in homebrewing. And so, hey, I'm coming out to buy this thing. Oh yeah, I actually do homebrew. You know, I have too many. So I'm I'm selling one or two. That's a relationship there. And ironically enough I still Literally I still have them, these relationships, you know, with these uh, people yeah. from 10, 12 years ago. You know, long before the store, I've had this store for about seven years now. But uh, home so brewers in general short. were a small breed, so it is it is pretty close knit. And you know, there are some cycles out there who try and hold their recipes and their and their processes close to them. But at the same time, you know, they're they're there to support and to share, and I think that's the most important part. You know, that's that's what makes the uh, the homebrewing community special. Specifically for this particular event, I mean. I'm, you know, for you know, my part in the event is, you know, I always describe it as hurting the cats. You know what I mean? You know, the homebrewers are busy. You know, we're we, a lot of us have families. It's a very, it's a late 20s and above demographic. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us are professionals. You know, we have normal gigs. A lot of us have families. And so to coordinate and to not only that, but ask these people to spend, you know, 150, 200 bucks at my shop to give away their fucking beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a very special person because they love what they do. They love the craft and they want to fucking give it away.
1: Yeah. And uh, well, and, and there was a, a couple things there is, is for sure I want to keep promoting this event. May 4th, whatever, all these home brewers that we're talking about, again, your neighbors or people you may not know about on May 4th are, are going to be It's not giving away, right? Because you got to pay for tickets. You pay, you pay for a ticket, and once you're in there, you get as many samples, right?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a tasting event, but there's no monetary gain for the home brewer.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, again, you you definitely you're gonna pay an entrance fee because bills got to get paid. You know, we 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 all get that. So really, what we're here is, is is again when we're talking about this event. This event is the Homebrew Festival on May 4th at, at the Sports Complex. Yes. And when you mentioned your store, and I think we should definitely get into that now because, okay, so you, you bought a kegerator yes. from this old ma- military cat who told you he homebrewed. Then you found out there was other homebrewers around here. How did that – because you, you own a brew store in Marina, Bottoms Up Homebrew. Right in Seaside. seaside. Oh damn seaside. it! <laughs> shame. So I grew up in Marina, Marina though. Seaside, I grew up San in Marina. City. It's okay. I'm from Salinas, dude. To me, like that's a world Gonz- apart, dude. I, yeah, like Gonzales, Greenfield, King City, all that Not shit. To same. me, is the same deal as oh, well. Dare you. I don't know any <laughs> of that. <laughs> I feel shame. so stupid because I'm from like Salinas, and so again, okay, so it's in Seaside.
0: Seaside, yes. Mm-hmm. It's cool. That's what bills is. Right? That right, right, right around right, the corner, there you dude. Yeah, oh, no kidding. Okay, stone's throw. Yeah, totally right.
1: So, so your story goes. You literally throw rocks, like literally make your beer no <laughs> no, but but all right so, so so the story goes you got into the craft beer you said hey i'm spending a lot of cash on this let me get it in bulk of course so i could save some money but when you went to go you know you bought this kegerator from this person he said hey guess what i make my own yes and then at some point you have your own brew story well, what what Fuck happened in between there, so so like the guy. All right, the guy tells you you buy the keg right from him. He honed brews. How do you end up buying your own store? So
0: what I mean, once you, if you're a craft beer head, or if you like, if you enjoy beer, if you enjoy all styles of beer, one, it's a it's a question they ask all the time for someone who walks into the store for the first time. Uh, what kind of beer you like to drink? If they say Budweiser, Coronas, I'm like, it's cheaper to buy it, dude. I won't sell them shit. I'll. I always, I constantly downsell if they say shit like that, really? because it's fucking hard to make water, right? It's hard to fucking make water, <laughs> and I don't want to set you up for failure. I want to set you up for success, yeah. you know the, you know, uh, so not to go wow. down that road too much. So, anyways, hey man, we got time. I got, I got, I got, so good. I got hooked, right? I got hooked. I was, I was fucking hooked on brewing. Yeah, yeah. And then so at that point, I was like, there's got to be other fucking people like me out here. That's that fucking love brewing, right? That just enjoy making their beer, and so once again, perusing on Craigslist looking for equipment. Slowly but surely, I found one, two, three, four, five people. Uh, you know, by buying equipment or whatnot, and then you know we had craft. You know, I think Postino Bills had probably been open for a year or two, and not very long. So, and in, in James's spot at the at the grindhouse, right? Craft the first yeah. craft beer joint in Salinas. The grindhouse. The the grindhouse, right? The grindhouse
1: is the real truth.
0: A craft, you know, a home brewer is drinking beer there, but you don't know if they're a home brewer, if they're sitting next to you at the bar, Mm -hmm. right? So you you have no idea. And so the only way you know you're fucking talking to a home brewer is if you're in a goddamn home brew store. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was buying all my stuff online. At that time, there was a home brew shop in Santa Cruz. And so I would drive up there on occasion to get stuff. But... I knew deep down inside there's other fucking crazy people like me who just love brewing. So uh, at my job, I kind of was crunching numbers, right? Just kind of like throwing around the idea uh, of, man, maybe we could do a homebrew shop here in town. And by doing things like, you know, doing my things with Craigslist and then finding equipment and and realizing that there is a small community here. I was like, fuck, Santa Cruz is far. I'm here. You know, uh, I, I just you know. Took a go at it, you know. I I pitched, like I was telling you earlier, I pitched a, I pitched a business plan, to my wife, and so, she was like, oh fuck, you actually thought about this shit, huh? She's like, you know what? (laughs) Do it. She gave me the fucking green light to do it. Yeah. And so at that point, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I can't fucking take a shit ton of money out of savings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, like, what happened to that? Like, hey, bro, why is that shit? Wait, what like, the you fuck? You see that
2: fucking Corvette out there? Yeah, the not. That's fucking why. Right. It's a beautiful ass
0: Corvette. <laughs> she gave me the green light, and yeah. so uh, that was that was the. Uh, at that point, you know, that's when I was looking for space, right? You know, I need a retail front. Yeah. And so.
1: Uh, and you all live in a marina or a seaside? Sorry. God damn it. Seaside marina. The shop I don't is mean in this. Seaside. I live in Monterey. I okay. Just, but so you were living in Monterey and you had to actually, find a no, spot. I was actually,
0: I living in Salinas that oh, at the time. At
1: this point, you were living, in, living Salinas, in Salinas just, Salinas, just fi- yeah. finding. So you had this idea. I wanna, I'm want i going to open a home brew shop. The boss gave the green light. Yeah, She signed off on it. And so you just you were started looking.
2: I started looking, uh-huh. yeah, exactly right. You had the same spot in Seaside? For seven years, yeah. Ooh. So you were living in wow. Salinas when you got there.
1: At that
0: time I was in Salinas, yeah. So I worked in Monterey at that time.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, I was, you know, doing I had yeah, when I first opened up, I had two jobs, right? I had the business and my normal job. And so uh, but you know, there's just a point with any small business owner who could tell you. Where you just got to fucking. I mean, I had already once you sign the lease. I was telling you earlier, yeah. it's a commitment. Yeah. But at the same time, you really can't give your business, your dream, uh, one hundred percent unless you jump on board. And so I had to fucking quit my job, right, my great job that was supporting Ooh, my family at that time. I took the risk, took a risk yeah. and here I am. I'm not Are super stoked about seriously? it. Right. Really, I've,
1: I've heard this story so many times. Right. I love that this is on our podcast well, right now. Well, you know, you what I was it. telling
0: my wife was that you know. Like I said, I crunched all these numbers and, and the way that I put it. It's
1: like, if I'm crazy enough, we can do this. Well, my
0: kids were, <laughs> well, my kids were hella young at that point. And so I was like, you know, we're going to struggle a little bit in the beginning, but my kids don't give a shit about shoes right now. They don't give a fuck about video games. They don't give a fuck about eating bologna sandwiches. <laughs> if we had to.
1: Mm-hmm. We could tell them that this shit's
0: gourmet, hey, dog. Now's <laughs> the time for, for for me to give it a go. Versus, you know, when they're in fucking high school and they want the new shit (laughs) and I can't afford it and they're giving me shit about it. You know what I mean? So it was a perfect opportunity. It was a, you know, the timing was right.
1: The timing was right. And you took that dive and, and again, looking back now, do you feel that was a good, good decision? I don't go to work, dude. You know what I
0: mean? When I go to work, I don't go to work. I'm talking about beer all day you know and I love that you know I wish I, it could always be better but it could always be worse but I really and anyone will tell you any, anybody that comes to the shop they'll tell you you know it's we hang out right yeah. we hang out well, and, yeah, and that, the, yeah. yeah salut, man and you know the thing is
1: I'm anything empty. could be I'm f- empty all too all
0: far, oh shit
1: I'm empty it's just,
0: anything could be bought on the, this anything year. could be bought on the fucking internet yeah, these serving days you got it.
1: Serving, please
0: and well, so you know, ugh. you know, customer service is huge. But at the same time, <laughs> there we go. It's
1: gonna blow up and everything. Aww.
0: Ah, anti well, We got the first one. <laughs> we we
1: got the opener. Yeah. Well, here here's my next question to you, because everything we've heard is is pretty goddamn positive. Like everything was yeah, your your wife agreed. You had kids and all worked out. Was there ever a time that you were just like, "Fuck this! I can't do this no more." Like. I fucked up. Like, you know, I'm going back corporate, you know, I want that eight to five. That's
0: always, you know, in the early days, of course, you know, I think when I opened the store, you know, I think the fucking economy took a shit. And a lot oh, of people, well, yeah, said, you
1: were saying, yeah, right. About the time you're saying that a was lot, a like 2010 were, uh, and all yeah, that shit. So yeah. a lot of people
0: were telling me like, "Hey, sure? This is a good idea. I'm like, I don't know, you know, but I'm following something that's in me. Right. So that's not wrong. Uh, no. But at the same time, if people want to save money, this is how they're going to do it, mm-hmm. right? They're going to find a way to to not only, one, make a better product, but, you know, a, a, a cheaper way, you know, to consume yeah, and yeah. to enjoy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think any small business owner, or anyone who's jumping off into a new venture that way, there's always that thought. But you don't think about what could go wrong. You have to fucking think about what's going to go right. Yeah, because you, you believe your in yourself. In yeah, right. Yeah, exactly right. Especially if you believe in what you do. You know, like I said, I don't. There's a misconception that people who homebrew drink a lot, and no doubt we partake, but at the same time, we drink beer differently than the average, what you would call a craft beer drinker, someone who just drinks craft beer and doesn't homebrew, who considers himself a beer expert, but they just drink, but they don't really make beer. Uh, you know, we, we drink it a little bit more uh, critical, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part. You know, we uh, we approach it a little different. You know, it's uh, it's a very...
1: I don't know. it's all subjective at the end of the I, day, right? No, I know exactly what you're saying because I've had like, again homebrewers come and they they bring. I right, check this out. This is my new beer, eight percent, and I just go sass, slam that shit, you know. That's and me. then
2: they they take <laughs> like, like, like a like one
1: ounce you. sip and they're like like a like a, a, a what was the wine people called
2: a sommelier, yeah, 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 right. You know,
1: and and they're telling you I'm 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 tasting this, I'm feeling this, and it and it's what they created you know so they see it. so it's like yeah that, that again uh, the the actual people that brew that i've drank with might end up drunk at the end of the night because it's alcohol but it's not because they're just chug chug you know, you know oh this has 10% or right, let me take that or oh, this has 12% let me take that now they they're always like do you taste this like, I, I threw vanilla in here. Do you taste the vanilla? Because I don't totally taste the right. vanilla. Let me take another drink. And I, I don't know if I taste the vanilla. But they're asking these questions. And, yeah, it, it's a different. Ultimately, it's still drunkenness. You know, because <laughs> no, exactly the, the right. the end result. But, yeah, but, but uh, the, again, the uh, like, I wanted to go for, the, like, a painter, you know. I painted this painting. I wanted you to see happy. Do you see happy in exactly, there? Exactly, yes. So I was like, oh, it's kind of dark to me. So then the painter is like, "All right, what can I change? What what can I add? What can I take away to bring what I want to come out?" So yeah, no, I straight mean, up art, huh? It, I mean, it really I like, I, yeah,
2: I like the comparison there. But we we're talk talking about, about Pruno taste, earlier. So. You you could
1: take bananas and pineapples and throw them in a bag and wait for them for a month and get drunk, and then you'll get that effect. But to get that, like, I want this to taste like. Like guava, right? In two months from now, and still get people drunk. That's a that's science. It, yeah. Well, it's, that's
0: the thing. It's a combination of both. But uh, I was, you know, once again, I think for a home brewer, it, you know, getting buzz drunk is the byproduct of really enjoying the beverage. Right. It's like a a kid doesn't know they're bouncing off the walls and doing cartwheels because they're drinking too much Kool-Aid. They just know they like Kool-Aid. Right. As an adult, you know, craft beer. Once again, people didn't know what hops were. And then we had craft beer. They're like, oh, shit, hops. Wow. You know, that really can impact the flavor of beer. And then, boom, you know, this is what we got. We have this, you know, the hop renaissance, so to
2: speak. And so, uh, yeah, two years ago, they were selling out of hops everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there was a hop shortage yeah. at one point in home
0: brewing, uh, but no, they're, they're on top of it now. They're freaking yeah. raking it in. You know, they're right there, right up there with cannabis. But
2: yeah. uh, and they both look the same. No, they're family, Coincident. dude. The they're cousins. <laughs> cousins. Yeah, Are they they're really? cousins. Yeah, they're uh, so cousins. Yeah, they're cousins.
0: Really I mean, literally, good. they're 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 direct. They're, they family oh
2: shit the same plant like fucks us up alright
0: well you know I had this old timer <laughs> tell me that uh and I don't know if it's true but he swears I, I mean I wouldn't doubt him but anyway old he t-
1: people swear a lot
0: he told me that back know. in the day yeah. back in the day he told me that they grafted marijuana flowers to a hop vine and
2: they called it pops
1: I wanna try that shit wait what the fuck is that <laughs>
2: It makes both the drink and the smoke. <laughs> they call That's it pops oh. instead
0: of hops. Pot, pop, hop, pops.
1: They fucking dude, call it get... pops, dude. I was like, damn,
2: mm-hmm. dude. Well, see, I
1: that I know close. I know enough about gardening, and you said grafting. And yeah. That, so I'm so that dude said grafting. That is how you would do it. That's it. You like don't. You can't, orange, right? yeah, exactly. you can't clone those. Yeah, exactly. You can't. These are woody plants. You can't clone them. You would have to graft them. Uh-huh. And, the, so, so, that's correct terminology, that's sir.
0: Correct, okay. Where's that guy?
1: <laughs> like, where, where are these popped plants in Big Sur? Because I know they're in Big Sur somewhere.
0: Close. It was, that's I think, in the Carmel Valley. But, oh, yeah, right, oh, right, yeah, right over, the hill. Right over we, the
1: hill. It's so crazy. Carmel Valley is, well, I mean, it's not Carmel by the sea. It's kind of different. But... It's, well, it's still car- like it's got the Carmel name, so you think it's all bougie and shit, but uh, so much weed comes from there. There's some oaky ass people out there. There's some there. Yeah. good people. Yeah. yeah. Good people. <laughs> yeah you know, dude, they're, they're dope. They're cool ass motherfuckers, but they ain't no Carmel Y the sea people no, at all. No, no, no. They're, they're just like, Fool, right. I'm gonna give you some weed that'll make you see Jesus, dog. And and yeah, and they live out there. Like,
2: what the fuck are you doing out here? How would you hear?
1: Ask so many questions. Be on the podcast. Wait, they won't do it. We had this
2: conversation. Something about the artists that lived out there mm-hmm. before it was all fancy. They yeah, stayed, dude. bro. Their children yeah, stayed. Allen
1: Ginsberg <laughs> and all them fucking cats. <laughs> um,
2: okay, so so you
1: started the home brew shop. You, you you had the you got again the old general gave you the okay. Yep. You found more people that wanted to do it. You opened the home brew shop. How does this translate now? We're doing a homebrew festival in Salinas. Oh, really? Yeah. Were so, you involved in the in the beginning of it or or, or the later? Well, know you know, to, I don't know how to
0: ask. The that. relationships were built. And so, you know, there was a and home there's a homebrewing community at that point, two, three, yeah, I think this would be the fourth year for the back homebrew fest. And so, you know, we have homebrewers here in Salinas. And there was a uh, a home brewer friend now. His name's Chris Stark. Oh hell and yeah! Yeah, so Chris was doing Hanyak. Yeah, Hanyak, Hanyak exactly Brewing, right. baby. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I, no, okay. no. shit.
2: I got the
1: fucking pictures.
0: He's awesome. True. Love that dude. And so he was already doing home brewing things out here in Salinas because once again, you know, he would he loves to make beer and he's sharing it. And he's and he's giving it away, you know, for for folks. And so uh, he had a relationship with the. Uh, the Old Town, Old Town Rotary, Steinbeck Rotary.
1: Yeah, Steinbe- yeah, Steinbeck Rotary is the, the Old Town. the Steinbeck Rotary. One, yeah.
0: And so uh, he pitched it to me and I'm like, yeah, dude, let's do it. You know, he came to me and said, hey, this is the idea and this is what they want to do. And I'm like, totally. You know, I could, I could find some homebrewers to partake. And if, it's not, once again, if you give... The, you know the the Rotary Clubs in general. You know they they give back to the community.
1: And yeah, so they, yeah, they
0: work hard. They do a lot they, of, lot. they do a, do a lot, lot for the community, thing, yeah. and they work with a lot of great other organizations yeah, that give back yeah. to the community. So it's not hard for me to ask my customer base. A, you know, would you be willing to you know to brew beer for this for this event? You know, it, it's it, for me to ask that is is not hard because it's something that I would do. You know, in a, in a heartbeat. And so that's you know that's how
1: that all came about, and and at this point were you, were you the, like the only home brew shop around here in Monterey? Now I don't know about Monterey County, but at least in this Salinas, yeah, in Monterey, Monterey, County, or, in Monterey, right? Yeah, County, Monterey yeah. County. We're no solid dad place doing that shit. You know, <laughs> <Not yet>. uh, <laughs> right. Okay, and and this is, dude. I literally thought about this question in the shower, and I don't know how how I was I was gonna bring it up. But...
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was I was touching myself when this happened.
2: <laughs> Damn. All right. So TMI. That happened. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but uh,
1: so the because it, it seems like every community you know around the country seems to have their own homebrew uh like community. S- sprouting up so, and, and to me, Salinas has 160,000 people, you add Monterey, you know, that area you know, it's 200,000 people, Monterey is super famous, you know, touristy and all that why does Salinas dude, we literally have, again two uh, like beer places right. we have Alvarado right here Monaco- a, a block across Bruin. at Monterey's Monaco- right. Bruin why is that? What? What? Why do you think that that is? You know, I think
0: we don't. You know, I, I talk about this all the time. So you know, look at Santa Cruz County, fucking half the half the population of Monterey County, and right? that's exactly and where I'm have, coming and from. And they have fifteen twenty breweries. Yeah, right? that, really? that,
1: that's exactly where my yeah one hundred percent where my mentality right? was coming so from. So they have
0: fifteen twenty breweries. Not only do they have fucking killer breweries, they have shit tons of awesome tap rooms. They and they all thrive. That's because they have a beer culture, right? They have a beer culture there. And what that's is, something that we don't... I mean, we have a beer culture. It's growing. You know, thank you to all our. But what Robert does that Street.
1: mean? And, and how does that... How did they... How does that get invented? What is a beer culture? I think a
0: beer... You know, how I describe a beer culture is... And, you know, they had a homebrew shop long before I ever opened up, right? That's one. That's kind of like the foundation of a true beer yeah. culture. Uh, two... You know, it's how the community perceives a brewery, right? Or a tap room. It's not something where a bunch of fucking derelicts hang out and fucking start trouble. It's where people congregate to fucking hang out and bullshit, right? That's what we do. And so that's... And we're just fucking kind of crusty in Monterey County, right? Why, Why do we have fucking... 60 fucking wine tasting rooms, but like you said, fucking two breweries in Salinas, right? And we have three on the coast and maybe it's growing though. It's changing. It
1: very much is. It's
0: changing, but it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, once again, it's how the city council and, you know, these, these people in the upper echelon perceive craft, you know, craft, you know, craft beer in general and how it's going to impact the community, which would never be negative in my opinion
1: but that's just what it is. I you know what that that point you just brought up I never brought I never thought about the contrast between the wine industry because they're so heavy and pushing it and pushing it and first of all wine is like 12 13% ABV oh twice right. as strong as as most beers and Again, I, I feel like if I went to go to Salinas City Council and said, Hey, I want to open up a fucking wine tasting room, 10,000 square feet, we're going to have 500 people getting drunk every time. They'd be like, Let's do it. Exactly. But if man. you went and said, Hey, I want to open a beer hall, I'd be like, What the fuck? Fuck no, no. You're you not open doing beer. That. And I never thought about that. Yeah. with And how. Hmm. And so it, it almost comes to, yeah, again, beer seems to be that. Uh, again, I, I, well, I'm thinking of King of the Hill. I love King of the Hill, but you know, beer is that thing that you that the, your dad drinks at the end of the day because he had a long day, and that's what he uses to go. To, you don't drink beer to, for the taste, right? For exactly. The camarader- I, again, that's what is seems to be the the normal people would think, but in the reality mm-hmm. is like we do it for the same reasons.
0: I mean, that's. I think now, you know, how, coming back to complaining about beer costs and prices, it's elevated so that, I mean, I would never do it, but you could kind of, you know, drink some beers with your pinky up. So it's some more sophisticated Fuck, yeah. now. But don't ever let me catch you drinking with the fucking beer pinky up. No. You ever had we're gonna, a black we to snap that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a black beer? No, you, don't bro. do it, You ever had, had a black you know, beer? The only beer that you have permission to drink with your pinky up and you, a lot of people have heard me say this before at the store is a sour beer. The reason why, because you don't drink sour beer, you sip it. You sip wine, right? Mm. You don't really drink wine. That's why they pour that shit in six ounce cups, right? So, yeah. sour beer, same thing. You sip it. At least I do. I, I don't like heartburn.
2: I've been conditioned to drink my beer with my pinky under. There you go, the can, brother, pinky Or water, because you don't want that fucker hitting the top. I'm like letting it sit through your head yeah right? that's safety measure dude <laughs> safety measure so that's how I'm always drinking but it, but, it huh? things are changing anyway, though man I, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a perfect what, way to address yeah. that you
0: know you know it's you know the the perfect example of that is a freaking brewery at the Carmel Plaza you know that Alvarado Street just opened up and it's
1: a the sour right
0: yeah but that's the thing that's the crossover beer for the whinies right at the, the, the sour the, 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 the sour beer is the crossover oh, beer for yeah. the whinies right so the oh, whinies are going to be like, well, I don't drink. Uh, I don't, yeah, I I drink, you know, a beer when I'm fucking barbecuing or whatever. But when you fucking pour, they open up that yeast of Eden ball that costs $23, and they pour it in that fucking nice little tulip glass, they're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? That, that's the crossover. So, you know. Uh, it's, it's fucking beer. dry as it, fuck. It, it's the crossover yeah. for, for that demographic it's where good. I see the. You know, the 805 is the crossover craft beer for the Budweiser drinker, right? So now we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum of overlap, right, of the the demographic. We're like
1: flooding them all into the Bingo, exactly right, yeah. Okay, well, let's switch us back into the homebrew festival. I'm listening to this podcast episode, or I, I saw an event for this, but all I've ever drank is Coronas in my life. Will this event attract me? Is this something that I I could... Uh, what could I do at this event as a Corona drinker?
0: For the average, you know, uh, Budweiser Coors, Corona, uh, Miller drinker, there's always something for someone at a Humber mm-hmm. festival. The buzz.
2: I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> you know, I wanted to get into that. If it's Modelo time, bro, like, it's just about the buzz, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what might attract you to this. Although, like, the tickets are like what, 40 bucks? 35 bucks if you buy them in cash at the shop. 40 oh, bu- 40 What's bucks, up? Go to 40 the shop. bucks
0: on credit at the shop. 45 plus service fee online if you buy it direct. So you're always so going to say What I'm
2: getting at get... it's a $50 event potentially. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So, I mean, how how is that going to convince the Modelo time For the demographic, mo- you know? I think it, mo- ultimately it might be the buzz.
0: No doubt about it. The, the yeah. average beer consumer is going to go there because they see a great value. And they're like, what is it all about? Guys,
2: can I just be straight up? Yeah.
0: Right. A, and so, but event. two, <laughs> the beautiful thing about a homebrew event is that one, the beer that you try there, you fucking can't buy. Mm-hmm. You're buying something well, from oh, someone's home. Good. And so, you know, once again, I always come back to the cooking aspect. You you know, homebrewing is eating someone's. You know, or you're drinking someone's beer from their house as you would be eating their food from their house. The best food you could ever have, the best beer you could ever have, and so the the uh, the breadth of variety and selection at a homebrew event is unparalleled to any commercial event you could ever go to. So if you go to anywhere, I mean, not to bash, you know, the average uh, beer event, you know, beer festival, you know, you pay fifty bucks, whatever it might be, and You go to your beer festival and you go, oh, Lagunitas. I wonder if they brought, oh, you brought daytime and you brought Lagunitas IPA and you brought little something, something. I'm like, damn, you didn't bring anything else? Dude, I can buy that shit at Safeway right now for fucking $12.90, whatever it is, right? You
2: you could buy that at the game.
0: You could buy it anywhere. You know, you could buy that anywhere. And that's the thing that kills me about, well, most beer events. Uh, But a homebrew event, you will not be able to find a lot of these beers that people are serving just because they're so creative and no commercial brewery would ever take a risk of brewing, you know, a, a beer like a home brewer would.
2: Dude, well,
1: last year, fucking we. Oh, that guy. He's a nutball. Yeah, but know, he, we, I love I love yeah. the dude. I love
2: him. Yeah. Uh, we all know He's a great did. guy. Fucking
1: durian beer, you know? D- yeah,
0: exactly. Dur- a be- yeah, right. I've never had durian, but when you read about that and what they say, I'm like, why would I want to try it? You know, I'm not adventurous in that way. If they say it tastes like shit, I trust you. I'm not going to try it. But yeah, he went out on a whim and I tried that beer and it actually tastes good.
1: Yeah, again, it's definitely not something you're going to find at a 12 pack every time at a Safeway. But you're never going to try anything like that in the world. You're never going to
0: find that. And, you know, coming back to your original question, there's always something for someone at a homebrew event. So even the Modelo drinker. Well, I mean, he might try 20, but I guarantee you two, three, four out of that 20, he'll be like, you know what, exactly. that, that shit was actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, he'll be impressed. And yeah. so, uh, and I, you know, it's not uncommon, ironically, you meet people at a beer event. They're like, yeah, I don't like beer. I'm like, really? I'm like, try this. And usually when I, when, when I say try this, I'm grabbing them a sour, or I'm grabbing them something that doesn't taste like beer. And they're like, oh shit, that tastes good because it doesn't taste like beer but you're at a beer event. So I brewed for you, right? I prepared for people like you, but, uh, that's yeah. what, that's how we homebrewers approach, you know, festivals like this, especially since this event's grown, like I said, six, 700 people last year, it was off the chain. It was like the best event. So we expect not only this, uh, event to be, you know, that much more, uh, participants, you know, ticket holders coming to, uh, coming this year, but, we have a shit ton of homebrewers coming out. Like I said, you know, a lot of participation from... A from uh, from other areas, you know, like I said, San Jose, Morgan Hill, Hollister, you know, Tri County, all the way Diego, from San Diego, yeah. yeah. The one lone homebrew from San Diego, love that dude too. Well,
1: and the the biggest difference this year is it's going to be at the sports complex. That's right. Yes. It's going to be at the sports complex, and and from what we figured, it's it, it's outdoors because we were curious. You know, there's there's a lot of places at the sports complex, the whole thing, but it's going to be outdoors in the grassy area, you know, and. Uh, Fuck it. Google maps that shit if you don't know. But the the main thing it's gonna be at the at the sports complex, which like I said, I like. I like I you know, this podcast and all that. We are big old town, downtown Salinas supporters. But really, this is we're Salinas Underground. We love Salinas. Like our thing is is to support Salinas. And that's the fairgrounds, you know? That's that's the big area. And at the sports complex, you put all the all the brewers in one area. Everybody can drink, but can hang out, interact. You like beer, you know. Strangers like right? you like to drink beer and all that. So, so that's the biggest difference this year is that the it's at the Selena Sports Complex, and I, I'm excited for that. I I'm I'm really really excited for that. And it sounds weird because I'm such a big downtown supporter.
0: Of course, yeah. You know, and I agree. I think, you know, the space is more accommodating. It's going to make it's going to be more traditional beer vent now. Now that it's in a big open exactly. space, grassy field, uh, all the homebrewers in one space versus split up into two, three different beer gardens, less confusing for the ticket holder who doesn't know that other beer gardens exist. Yeah. And so uh, it's gonna be no. I, I'm I'm just ex- as excited as uh, as you guys are, as well as you know uh the Rotary Club who were able who was able to kind of uh put this all together at the new venue. So I, I agree. It's only gonna uh, improve the event and uh, help accommodate you know and expand as we grow.
1: And so basically, so uh, let's say people buy tickets, and again, right now tickets are thirty five dollars where do you gotta go what's the website or how do you how do you get the ticket so for once now?
0: again $35 if
2: you pay cash at the shop you gotta come <laughs> to Seaside okay, you gotta right? come yeah. to, you gotta right. go to
1: you gotta go you well that, that's totally and so here, man. you why know why what gotta, and I love the get,
2: idea cause you get to check out the shop you never been there before right you can check out all this cool homebrew stuff do we that. got some homework to do, bro. Yeah, well,
1: and yeah. and we again we are Salinas underground, but dude, Seaside is 15 minutes away, mm-hmm. just like where we are right now in
2: Salinas. The North Side is 15 minutes away. You right. know? it's gonna take it, me the same amount yeah. of time to get home than it is to get to your show. There you like. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. it's
1: one community. It's yeah. it's one community. You know, we're all we're all it is,
2: but it isn't, here. Bro. Lettuce cutting bro yeah, they, they, they talk <laughs> about all that shit
1: But fuck that the, With yeah. the podcast And all, that, like, We're breaking that shit down That's right man. We're, we're breaking it. all that shit Fuck that You know And um, So if you go If you go To the shop Right now $35 If not If you show up Day of 50 bucks. 50, 50 bucks, bucks. Dude, deal. save those, those. 50 bucks. You you better drive out there. That's $5 with the gas, sir. Right. <laughs> and then you go to fucking La Tortuga or some shit. You got, yeah. You get yourself postal some, bills around some the corner, 2 for no 1, bills. right? Dude, what what's the the Italian place right Gusto's. there? Gusto's. Gusto's. Dude, Come on. Pasta You work. see the sunset over the dunes and all that. Mm. Dude, go out there. Go out there Save yourself 15 bucks Get them damn tickets Hell Maybe buy some Cause y'all Okay I'm hearing this podcast Now I'm motivated To make a beer Right I wanna make a beer All right. Let's let's, Okay I wanna make a Corona style beer I'm listening to this podcast And I like Corona And I wanna make A version of Corona Can I go To Bottoms Up Homebrewing and make a version of it will you do you have the stuff to do and that if you were super
0: ambitious yes you can you know once again it's hard to make water but it is possible yeah
1: you no know, yeah but <laughs> right? but but again, but <laughs> at least you you have I have everything
0: uh, to yeah. make any beer style you want and that's the Hell beauty yeah. of of making beer and, and home brewing and what's available to us as home Brewers is that uh you know I'm Everyone loves Alvarado Street. You know, we're so fucking fortunate to have such a great brewery here. Uh-huh. Peter B's, yeah. you know, wh- where we're at. And, you know, a lot of people will come in and say, you know what? I fucking love Mai Thai." And so I'm like, all right. You never brewed before. You love this beer. Now, remember, Alvarado Street is, you know, people who are listening, my, hand, my right hand is raised up real high. This is where Alvarado Street is. And you're starting down here. And my hand's kind of by my waist. Yeah. You Alvarado can get,
1: spills guava all you can over get
0: to Alvarado Street standard but it might take five, 10, 12, 13, 14 depending on your process right depending on how much uh, time and uh, research you want to invest into your into your craft it's all attainable you know that's the thing is that uh JC he was a fucking home brewer you know what I mean his roots is homebrewing all fucking great craft Brewers are fucking homebrewers, right? They just have big-ass homebrew systems now, you know? Mm. I always say, I'm sure Martha Stewart and Rachel Ray had a fucking easy-bake oven at one point,
1: Yeah, right? right, yeah.
0: Fucking same thing. So if you wanted to come in and you had this dream of making X beer, I have all the ingredients, have all the equipment, and you could totally do it, no doubt about it.
1: Fuck yeah, okay. And if you don't want to do it, I, I we're here May 4th. I want to promote and, and I want to make sure that I talk about this event enough because I've had s- w- such great times at this event.
2: Dude, we lost our recorder one year. That's we
1: thought we, we <laughs> thought we did. We thought we did. We thought <laughs> we did and it was we sitting did. where
2: it was gone for like Three weeks, bro. But it,
1: but it was sitting it was where gone. where we thought it would. We we were sitting where it should have been sitting the whole time. You guys time. are
0: broadcasting at the event. Yeah, we're we're walking around with yeah. a fucking audio
1: oh, recorder. Oh man, yeah, yeah dude, and we lost yeah. it. I'm telling you, yeah.
2: good times. And we found <laughs> we found it. <laughs> Point being,
1: <laughs> after Cujo bought another version of it, oh, and we spent a lot of money, and it was just sitting there. We got drunk at that event. As we're that's trying to true. say, yeah. Well, and this is this is one of those cool events that it's it, it's a Salinas event, it's beer, and people will say, "Well, I didn't know that this happened. I didn't know this was going on." But dude, this is going on. This is going on, and we have a beer scene.
2: We do, and Ooh, there's at least what like how many homebrewers? I think this year, right now, we
1: have over right around sixty, bro. Dude, and they're bringing, what, like 10 gallons of beer each or something Well, you like know, I,
0: I, what, what, we re, what I request or what we request is that the, the beer event is actually kind of long for a beer event. I mean, it's five hours. And so the challenge is is to making sure that people bring enough beer to the event. Yeah. Because as someone who pays for the ticket, I don't give a shit what the ticket price is, $35, $50, $100. There better be fucking beer until the end of the event. Fuck, right? yeah. And so that's why, you know, that's the number that I put on it, you know. And so I asked these people, this is – if you want to come out to the event or if you, you as a home brewer want to participate, you should bring at least 10 gallons. If you can't commit to that, I mean, no hard feelings, whatever. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. But you got to bring at least 10 gallons because that's – if you if the home brewer sticks to the, the pour sizes, that should last you the, the duration of the event. Yeah. It's acceptable for the home brewer to run out of beer – you know, a half an hour, an hour before the end of the event. But there's mm-hmm. still going to be plenty of other beers to try. Yeah, that's that's acceptable, say, right? That's acceptable. And
2: so... Popular at, at that last hour. Yeah, yeah. Brought it, that much more beer. Right? <laughs> because the thing is,
0: is that, you know, uh, when you go to any beer event, right? Homebrew event, commercial beer event, you have the people who just love your beer. And so they'll just, you know, you'll 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 kind of create a following and you might run out early. But early should be, once again, an hour before the end. And so 10 gallons should be pretty much enough to uh, to to survive so to speak. So that is the minimal commitment for a homebrewer to partake. Yeah, and so gallons. years pass. I think the last year we had about you know, I, I do the calculation cuz I ask people, "Hey, tell me what you're bringing and how much." And so uh, I think last year we had right around 10 barrels of beer, which is about 300 gallons, you know, 300 gallons total cumulative, right? Between all the homebrewers that could be you know one and a half times, maybe twice, you know this year, right? I think we had thirty home brewers last year. Right now, we're at, we're pushing sixty. So oh, fuck. there's going to be a, once again It'd the, a the great, variety man. of beer, you know, between hoppy beers, sour beers, dark beers, light beers, you know, everything in between is just going to be look for
2: all that candy. There's
0: going to be <laughs> so much to try, so much creativity, and uh, the beautiful thing too for the especially for home brewers who are attending or people who are really interested in beer. You get to talk to the person that actually brewed the beer, right? They can tell you every single thing about that beer and what they did to make that beer. You know, you go to a commercial beer event, you might be talking to a volunteer who doesn't know shit.
1: Yeah, right, that, that, dude. And that—that that is is really big to me again. For someone's been to a lot of conventions and shit, and you totally get the vibe of like this is just a I'm just here person that, I'm just that here. they hired. Yeah. Versus somebody that was like, "Nah, dude, it was two a.m. and the fucking cocoa nibs weren't doing what I wanted them to." Right. So yeah. I fucking made them work, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! Exactly this guy fucking right. cares about his shit." And uh, so that's May fourth, May fourth at the Selena Sports Complex. If you want early tickets, again, Bottoms Up Homebrew in Seaside, not Marine, Seaside. Feel bad. So 35 thirty-five dollar tickets at, at Bottoms Up Homebrew. So, okay, I'm not going. I hear I hear what's going on. There's that event and all that, but I still want to make my own beer. And I don't go to that event and um, I like caramel a lot. Can I show up to your shop and say, hey, I know what beer tastes like and I like caramel? Can, can you make me a beer or something, a combination that tastes like that? Totally. You yeah, have no that doubt ability. about it.
0: You know, I mean, will we knock it out the park the first tr- first try, the first iteration? If I've never had personal experience with that, maybe, right? But, you know, you have to have a vision. You have to, you know, usually, what once again, I, what I ask the customer is like, what are you trying to make? You know, I like, you know, I like Mai Tai. And well, guess what? At, at Bottoms Up Home Supply? I got a beer kit called My Try. It, it's very similar, right? Uh. And then you can modify and tweak as need be. And so as long as they have a vision, uh, we and there's so many resources online as you guys know for all things and everything. Beers no uh, uh, different from that. And so we we can use that as a resource and then kind of put something together. Uh, something else that I'd like to plug. You know, I do homebrew classes. And so, oh hell yeah, yeah! I'm yeah. yeah have what you guys the? come we out. Should have said
1: that like an hour ago. I, I,
0: wish, you I wish you guys would have came out. We brewed a beer and we could have served it on May Fourth. Maybe it still might be possible. But anyways, uh, I do I do homebrew classes. You know, beginner, advanced, and everything in between. Uh, where i basically walk you through How do the people step. find that? Uh where do they go? You got to come to the shop. I do
1: Go to the shop. Okay. Go to the go shop. big. Go to the shop. Is I, big. Go. I I, I tried to up. do classes, I at the shop. Where is yeah, the shop? The shop. Wait, uh-huh. oh, it's in Seaside. Give, give us an address. On Echo Avenue,
0: uh right by Costco, around the corner from Postal Bills. Uh very easy to find, very easily located. Uh 1143 Echo.
1: 1143
0: Oh hell yeah. And, and you do these classes every month? Once I try to do them once a month. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard this month because uh, we got the uh, the May 4th event, you know, something unrelated. I'm training for the fucking Big Sur uh, full marathon. You're a runner, too? What the fuck? Dude, I, I try to run, but
2: uh, that's, the, Jeez, that's the plan. How are you drinking run? That's, how is you that? You got to
0: burn it off, dude. When you get older, you, you got to burn it off.
2: Can Barbie. I just say, I love that out of 54 reviews, you guys still have a perfect five. <laughs> oh on Google that's a lot of money bro
1: oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> gotta threaten a lot of people
1: to do that shit right there uh, no hell no how again, the fuck I think do you do that man well Jesus I think that's the Christ. best I think that's the uh, dude, Congrats, that's the greatest with, because of googles you have no no option really you know if someone gives you a one star review then that's what they did we talked about Yelp earlier but Google is even way more obscure It is so to get that uh, no you you're know doing something good.
0: I agree. But at the same time, you know, when you look at, you know, reviews in general, and I think of myself personally, either you have to have very exceptional customer service or you had to have a really shitty service to make you want to go online to write, you know, to sit down and write something to either, you know, advocate yeah, for the business or say, man, true. I had a shit, shit experience. I agree. And, and that so being
2: said, you have a 5.0. And, you
0: know, I love what I do. That you one know, thing, I actually. love what I do. No doubt about Someone it.
2: Someone said, fuck, that guy was awesome. Let me, fuck it. You guys are great, you know?
0: You know, I, You know that. like I said, I really don't go to work. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like the bookkeeping. I don't like all that other bullshit that comes along with running a business. But to you talk about too, beer too, right. all day... I have to. Got okay, I pay taxes too. Okay, I pay yeah, taxes. i yeah. was <laughs> like
2: you hired. Yeah, that fucked right? Al Capone over. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. But you know the, the 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 conversations and the relationships that I have with the people who who support the shop and ultimately support me. You know, it's a it's a beautiful thing.
1: Well, then, this was a a beautiful podcast episode is, I appreciate you I want, you guys I want to wrap it up, up. Is, is, before we wrap am I missing anything did we do you know May 4th dude get that get that ticket dude Holmberg get classes. that ticket yeah
0: call 899 brew eight nine nine two seven three nine for someone who don't have an uh, alphabet on their phone <laughs> with the numbers uh, what, what year are you living in I know man <laughs> not,
1: not you Dwayne but that person that person. Okay, so in Seaside, we we in, if you live in Monterey County, you want to brew your own beer. Again, you've had Corona, you've had Lagunitas, you've had whatever and you think you can do something similar? Guarante- bottoms up Homebrew is there.
0: Guaranteed.
1: Yeah. Make wine, make cider, Make fermentation.
0: You know, fermentation is a beautiful thing. It's
1: the information. The information is there. Kombucha, the whole shebang. Well, everything. and and I'm sure you you can't guarantee a perfect beer, but you can give some advice, right? You know, like this is what I've learned. Are you yeah. guaranteeing someone's going to make perfect double jack every time? I mean, it. it once again, everything takes
0: practice, so we yeah. can't guarantee. Once again, it's you're going to knock jack, it out the babe. park the first iteration of your recipe. But once again, that's the fun of it, right? You got to yeah, you you you, you fine tune, you execute, you come back to the drawing board, fine tune and then you and you go back. And so until you make the perfect beer. You know, if that's your approach to it, you know. Yeah. I'm a very I take brewing from a very artistic approach as you guys were talking about earlier. You know, I really don't I mean, of course I take notes, I don't measure too much. But I kind of shoot from the hip, you know, hey, what are you brewing this week? And I don't know. I it out when I brew, I just know I want something. <laughs> I hot. saw this
1: movie right now, and it's making me feel this way.
0: Right? Uh, so, you know, but other people, you know, they're very meticulous. They want to make, you know, the exact same beer every time. And But, you know, that's the thing. It really accommodates the person's, uh, you know, their personality, so to speak. Right? You know, what they do, maybe in their, you know, like a someone with a science background, someone with a... An engineering background, they're very privy to to uh, v- details. They have. Like I said, I cook, so I'm kind of just throwing things in, you know. I, but you know, at the end of the day, I kind of have a good idea what it's going to turn out to be like. But you know, it's fun.
1: Hell yeah. And and people enjoy. I, I mean, with your cooking background, wouldn't again? Because I like to cook. And when I see someone take a bite and they're like, this is fucking good. You know? Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. I made that shit good. Motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know right. you would enjoy that. And and so I, I could imagine how that feels. But I love that we have our own space here locally that you could experiment with this. Is that, dude, we've all drank beers. We all know what we like at this point. well, bro. You better be over 21 if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's it, dude. You can't be. You can't be. Even if you're not, motherfucker, at one point you'll find your style. You know, but there's been a lot of other. Uh, I, I, I enjoy this, this drink. I know I how that tastes and I can't find it anywhere else. Right. How can I replicate it? Well, you go to Bottom Possible Homebrew. That's it. You talk to Dwayne. And you say, hey, I had this before. These are the favorite profiles that I've liked. Can you help me match that? And then you might be able to do that in your own garage, kitchen, garage, patio, backyard, whatever space
0: you have available to you. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. And once you get it right, you're gonna show up on May Fourth. That's these, it. You're gonna show it off. Homebrew festival. You know that's all. That's what really that's all about for the homebrewer, man. It's all about bragging rights. You know what I mean? I know I make great beer, but guess what? Everyone else said so too. Yeah. Look. Look, look at these. I got stats
1: right here. I got. <laughs> I got the documentation, like Alex uh, Jones. And everyone
0: shit. voted for my beer, right? You know, that's the beauty of it. It's all in good fun, uh, and, and once again, you know, the homebrew community is a is a very unique, very
1: uh, generous community. Yeah, very welcoming, and you could enjoy what they're doing May Fourth again. May Fourth is what we're talking May about. 4th. May Fourth, May Fourth Homebrew Festival. It it's at the sports complex this year. Ooh, we Google mapped where it was gonna be. We all agreed, right? It was beautiful. Yes, we have <laughs> no grassy one... area. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Spill your beer, and no one's gonna get you. Yeah, beer. yeah. We all we all agreed it was a, it was a good yeah. spot. Yeah. So buy your tickets. Go go, go to Bottoms of Homebrew in the Seaside. What was it? What was it? The... Get it on the cheap at eleven forty three Echo Avenue. Yeah, Echo Avenue. If not, you can get them day of.
2: Don't save money yeah, Come sa- out to save shop. that cash save save that cash 15 bucks you're gonna need for a hot dog you yeah know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ew, yeah. well they're gonna have food trucks out there but yeah, me, yeah.
0: Fit, save 15 bucks go spend 5 for a pint at bills around the corner yeah, but yeah. they're close
1: yeah. drink that beer baby alright we'll hope you love this catch y'all next week yeah. peace nice. have a good one